0: FM WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight, Jeff Shannon.
1: All right. Good morning. And we are got another Summer County spotlight going on right now. And of course, heard each and every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock here at WHIN. And of course, drop it on our podcast page at noon. So you can watch that and other episodes forever and ever, which we hope you'll do that. So I wanted to bring in a guest and I thought it was quite interesting, you know, with all the technology and it's changing, the phones are changing, all of this stuff. It just drives people crazy. So I wanted to bring in Jamie Tucker and he's a guy who kind of loves gadgets, technology, smartphones, even drones. Really? Okay. That's great. Virtual. Reality? Have you got into AI yet?
0: I'm a little bit of AI, a little bit of metaverse. Ooh, um, we gotta, we yeah, gotta talk. It's,
1: it's... <laughs> and you know, he has got into this tech stuff uh, a while back, and we're going to talk about how he did that. But you know, he's been a TV news anchor, reporter since 1988. Sure, be but these older folks like me, <laughs> yeah. uh, we've been in this business a long time. And he started this business, a program's called What the Tech. What the
0: Tech. That's it. So, Jamie Tucker, man, thanks for coming in. Hey, Jeff. It's uh, good to be here. Good Absolutely. to be here. Yeah, I started What the Tech. I was working at a at ABC affiliate in Nashville, WKRN. I was an everyday reporter. Mm-hmm. Go out, cover whatever was making news that day. And one day, I did a tech story. It was when Verizon got the first its first iPhone. You know, okay. before that, before 2011, it was all mm-hmm. Apple and AT and T. They had that partnership, and there was no iPhone on Verizon. Wow! Can you believe that? I think you know. I think it was that? with Verizon, maybe first, but maybe yeah, yeah. So back in 2011, Verizon got their first iPhone. I went out and I covered the release and I got one of the new Verizon phones and my AT&T iPhone and I went out and compared them, showed Mm -hmm. the difference. There are some minor differences, you know, how you held the phone, the antenna was in a different place. This is 2011. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And I did that story, we put it on in our 430 Newscat and I get back to my desk and I have like messages that never happen on a regular, you know, news, just news story. Never got messages or emails from viewers asking for more information. And it was crazy. And the producer said, our numbers went up, so do another one tomorrow. I realized then that there was really no place anyone could go Mm -hmm. for news about technology that wasn't over your head. There's no television station anymore that covered technology solely. And so I got this idea that because of technology, I could put a story together in that. Nashville, Tennessee, put that story together and then upload it to any station anywhere in the world very inexpensively. It wasn't mm. going to cost me anything right, like back in the day yeah. with the satellite dish and that kind of thing. Yeah. And so I came up with the idea for What the Tech and approached several TV stations. I approached my general manager first and said, you know, is this okay for me to do? And he gave me his blessing. And so I started approaching television stations, and I added two or three right at the beginning. And after about five years, really four years, I decided to make the leap from working for a local TV station. And I launched What the Tech, and we're in... 22 markets across the country from honolulu to charlotte to philadelphia and michigan kansas And, of course, some stations here in the South. So how long is the segment? Uh, You know, it's it's like any local news segment. So the stations treat me like I'm one of their own reporters. So the stories are about the same amount of time, same length of time, about a minute and a half to a minute 45. I go out and do that story every day, just like I did. And just like all local television reporters Mm do, you get an assignment in the morning, you go out and do that story. That's what I do.
1: Wow. So then you just upload it? I upload it. They put it in their segment. those
0: stations put it in their uh, five o'clock six o'clock ten o'clock the next day morning news mm-hmm. so it's been going well it's been on the air now for well twelve years and I've been full time with it for nine
1: so back when you were with KRN Neil wasn't there was he yeah oh yeah oh, it was he? Neil Bob Andy, oh yeah. yeah
0: yeah Stephanie
1: yeah <laughs> yeah and Holt so we had a we had a great news team you know it's great when you when you see the anchors you know hanging on that they it is it's it's people get used to that you know they get to see your voice they get to see you your personality they lock into important. that yeah I, I
0: think I think that's very important for television stations to realize, and some do, that your talent attracts a lot of people. And, you know, back in the day, I can name an entire news team from 1985 wow. down in Birmingham, Alabama. I can name each person on that news team from sports to weather. And it's because they were there, they were consistent. Yeah. And I trusted them, and I watched them every day. They were part of the family.
1: Now, you're in a WATE over in Knoxville. I am. And I am. Uh, that's where I grew up. I, I worked the radio market in Knoxville. I was at WIVK, WKGN, you know, all of those stations over there. And the, You know, you get to know those those anchors that have been there for quite some time, and you get
0: the, some of them that are there so long they retire from there. <laughs> right, right. You know, and it's, like, oh, I don't want him to leave. <laughs> right, yeah. A buddy of mine in um, Huntsville, Alabama, Jerry Hayes, just retired, or announced his retirement after 45 5 years wow Anchoring and reporting the news in Huntsville, so yeah, it, it doesn't happen very often. There are a few that are comfortable where they are. They fall mm-hmm. in love with the community, and community falls in love with them. And why leave? I mean, we have
1: some some people here. A lot of them live here in Hendersonville, like Holly Thompson's here, right. Bree Smith, Jennifer Waddell over at Fox, and you know, it's just and they're Leland Stadium. St- right. I, would stadium. I would call them Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> I call him Stadium, but you know, he, they, they're just great mainstays. You know, for the business that
0: people get used to, they like hearing them, they trust them, and that's the thing. That's the thing they learn to yeah. trust that individual they become part of the family yeah. and and that that's so important for local television stations to understand and appreciate these folks uh or why a lot of people tune in they can get the news from anywhere and a lot of the news is the same from one yeah. station to the other especially daily you know the news of the day yeah it's it's the anchors it's so, the
1: reporters how do you well i know there's a lot out there but how do you like isolate a topic if you have to come up with a new topic Every day, every day, yeah, mm-hmm. Monday through oh, Friday, <laughs> two hundred and
0: sixty stories <laughs> oh, a year. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things. I, I'm an avid reader of news, mm-hmm. uh, especially tech news, but a little bit of everything. You know, ha- Lifehacker, Wired, Business Journal, and every night I'm I I've, I've subscribe to RSS feeds through the app Feedly, so I have about twenty five news sources that I read every day. Mm-hmm. I was reading those right before I came here. I just read them throughout the day, yeah. and then ideas kind of pop in my head that hey there's something in this article that I can share I'm not copying those articles right. I'm not plagiarizing them, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I just make that clear but there might be something a nugget in that story that I can pull out and say plus Jeff technology changes not every day but by the hour yeah. in a lot of cases so that happens quite a lot and there's you know update security updates, scams those kind of things happen all the time and there's really no place for viewers to go and find that, for people right. to go find that unless they're, you know, a little geeky like me.
1: <laughs> well, and you see a lot of folks posting things, you know what I'm saying? They'll they'll post these tips and tricks and things like that. And there's so many scams out oh, there. Yes. Oh, it's like endless.
0: And how do you know what to really trust? They say, right. well,
1: click here and, you know, then yeah. you
0: know. <laughs> the one that people are bugged by more than any, uh, if they're on Facebook, is the OMG It Worked scam. Mm-hmm. Everyone sees that OMG It Worked, if you do this, if you copy and paste this my post onto your you're going to see more friends you know everybody knows that one so last week i decided let's find out what really happened sure this is just a a post you're not clicking on anything it's not going to install any kind of malware or anything like that so what happens if you post that well here's what i found the people who post that are copying and pasting verbatim word for word That post. If someone can scam, use this as a scam, they will search for, in quotation marks on Facebook, OMG it worked. And they'll find every person on Facebook who posted that post publicly. So what does that tell them? Tells them they're pretty gullible. (laughs) If you believe this, you're going to post this. So you're a little gullible. Maybe I can, maybe the scammer can share with you some more information. Maybe you will click on one of these links. And that's what I found. I Mm -hmm. went and found a guy who had posted that in a matter of 20 minutes. He had four comments on that post from people who weren't his friends Mm -hmm. posting links. Send not only him, but his friends who follow him. Send him links. And if you clicked on one, it was an obvious scammer who's said she was a multi-millionaire giving out money in one of those kind of scams, mm-hmm. click on this link. Yeah, yeah, and And that kind of thing happens, and where would you have learned all of that? Well, people There's say,
1: you know, they put this thing on air, I did not give Facebook to use my information. <laughs> right. Copy this, click on this, you know, and share this, you know, it's like, no, it, no, it just sounds did. hinky. You, you know? did
0: give Facebook permission to do all of that and more when you signed up, <laughs> yeah. you did, you yeah. really did. Yeah.
1: But it's these things, you know, and then how can't people just get a freaking life? It's like you've got to go scam people. They send these fake friend requests. and you click on their Adam as your friend. And what happens yeah. after that? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've run right. into that.
0: It, it, you know, we have to remember that these scammers, this is their full time job. It's their job to wake up every morning to scam people. My yeah, life. Um, yeah, but, you know, and it's it's lucrative. They're making a lot of money off of gullible people who fall for these scams, who will click on a link. It just, you know, you remember the Nigerian print scam? Oh, yes, yeah. Uh, and you think, how do people fall for that? No. Not, oh, people are falling for scams similar to that all the time. You get a phone call from someone who says, there's a problem with your computer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we'll do this for free. You're being charged an extra. So go to your the search bar and enter in this this code. And then what you're doing? You're giving them access to your computer. They can move the mouse and click on whatever (laughs) they want. But people fall for this stuff all the time, and it's because people are maybe too trusting, Mm -hmm. and they don't know any better. They don't know it. It's like you don't know who to to trust anymore. I mean,
1: somebody sends you a friend request. You got to let me go check my friends list. Says, but they're already your friends. Why are they requesting? me? It's that kind of thing. You get a lot of these the girls that are now posting. I want to be your friend. Oh, Oh. I saw your post. And next, and you can tell by the photograph that it's obviously uh, you know going to be some. Some kind of
0: oh how you doing yeah and I yeah. even
1: get messages that come across you don't respond to that no because and I, there
0: are a couple of things for people to remember is if someone sends you a friend request and you decline it they're still fo- they can still follow you mm. and they will follow you they are well they are following mm-hmm. you if they click friend request and you say no they're following you what does that mean it means anything you post publicly they will see on their Facebook page and that's going to give them plus they can have access they're going to. well what that does is anytime you post something they see it they're also going to see your friends so they can scam your friends okay they're they're going to see your photos so if you get the friend
1: request accept or decline just right. what do you do block. just wait for it block block so right block. mouse click and and mm-hmm. it, or it's the that-
0: the little hamburger sign the yeah. three it says more okay you can block okay and, and report and Check out we all see people, we all get friend requests from someone. We think we might you know, we might know them and they yeah. have we have six mutual friends, so there's a possibility. Yeah. Or yeah, she's pretty. <laughs> wanna, I'll accept that Why friend request. Why is she not wearing anything? <laughs> that's so we'll, we'll go in before you accept that friend request from someone you don't know, or if it's someone you know that you're already friends with, mm-hmm. go in and see how how long has that account been up? Yeah. You know, and and that's true for a Facebook marketplace. Uh, when someone responds oh, r- responds to an ad that you place for, a, I, I had uh, sold a bed just this weekend, mm-hmm. put it up on Facebook, and within 10 minutes, I get someone who says, I'm interested, I'm, I want to buy that bed. Bed. When can I pick it up? Well, I clicked on their profile. They had the account. They had had the account for three days. Yeah. So that tells yeah, you yeah, that yeah. that's a scammer. Well, they start
1: so giving you the song and dance, uh, you know, kind of deal. And it's like, will you accept? Or they, they start giving you these instructions like, right. I
0: need to go. I, you need to go through eBay and right, do that right. kind of thing. And and you, like, you yeah, you no, know, no, don't, no, Don't fool with that yeah. stuff. No, Just, no absolutely. Check out, check out their profile. See how long have they had that Facebook yeah. profile. Chances are, if it's under a week or two months, it's a scam. Or if you click a friend request and you click on their profile, say, I think I know them, but there's nothing there. Right. There's nothing about them. Right. It, it, no friends. Only pictures of flowers. Yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Stay so, away. It, yeah, so. just just and not only don't f- accept a friend request, but block them. Yeah. Otherwise, they're Well, that's the it. thing
1: you got to learn, because I'll tell you, there's so much stuff out here like that, even on, on your phone. And we're going to talk more tech stuff with what the tech. we got Jamie Tucker right here. We'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. You've been listening to Sumner County Spotlight with Jeff Shannon, a public affairs program heard right here at WHIN. You can also hear this broadcast and other episodes on our podcast podcast page at whinradio.com, and if you'd like to appear on this program, just send me an email to jeff at whinradio.com. Stand by. We'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. All right, we're back with Sumner County Spotlight. i got to continue our conversation with Jamie Tucker right here. and has a program called What the Tech, and let me tell you, there is so much tech out there, and since doing this, you've just had to learn and absorb so much with all of this technology and the scams and the things that uh, people are going through these days. And it's only just going to get more bizarre, but you got to keep up with things.
0: Yeah, and it's so difficult. Maybe that's why there aren't more tech reporters in local news, because it does take so much effort. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's full time. You can't cover City Hall one day in a yeah. court case and then cover tech. Yeah, It's an everyday thing because it, it changes by the day, and things it not only changes, but there are advancements that pop in that you just can't believe is possible yeah and it's not only possible but there's more than one company doing it right now that's right and uh and so yeah it's something that i've i've learned more in the last five years than i learned in elementary high school college, and on the job yeah well, you know, with the
1: Facebook being the prime social media platform, yeah. and they've you know gotten hammered a bunch of times because of the things that they do. Mm-hmm. But there are so many scammers even on Facebook, even though it's sponsored ads that they're getting. If you click on them, it's taking you to China almost every single time. So it's almost just a waste of time to even click on those because you got to deal with it, and it's going to take them six months to get your order if you even get it. Right. So why don't they filter that stuff out? You know what I'm saying? And so how do you spot a fake Facebook ad? It
0: is. So so difficult, and one almost got me. One came very close to getting me, and I'm <laughs> I'm supposed to be on top of this stuff, right? That's right. But there was an ad for, and I, I think it was it was a company, uh, a okay, Lululemon yeah. or something yeah, right, like that. Yeah. That that wasn't what it was, but it was an ad, and I clicked on it, and the website looked 100 percent legitimate. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looked so real, and the prices were un. Believe it, you know, yeah. 75% off of it. Yeah. I was like, this is too good to be true. Well, sure enough, it was too good to be true. It was not the same website. It was a fake company. Mm-hmm. But when I looked at the real, the authentic, legitimate website, it was almost identical. It was almost identical. And Facebook um, doesn't check this stuff? Facebook's getting money from this. Well, you know, of course, yeah. you know, and, and you know, in, in Facebook's defense, it must be frustrating and nearly impossible to stay on top of everything that gets posted on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So we have to remember that billions of people are using Facebook. That's why these scammers go there. Yeah. But they can they can buy an ad. Anyone can you can buy it. Either one of us can sure. buy an ad in yeah. two minutes here yeah. on Facebook, and make it whatever we want. And so, when you see that sponsored ad on Facebook, click on it and really pay attention to the URL, the web address, mm-hmm. because something's something. It may be misspelled. Yeah, it may be something as simple as a dot something and then .dot com or a .dot com and then something else. Okay, it, look at it very. Carefully, and then Google search the real company and see how if the website is the right one. Yeah, that's a good. Idea. And and this one, I'm, I'm telling you, it nearly got me because it looked so authentic and legitimate that I thought thought for quite a while. I, I mean, I thought I had stuff in the cart is how far i have gotten down the road. I had stuff in the cart. And then I, I, upon looking at it, I noticed that there was a change, and I see that all the time. And well, those We all see those all yeah. the time. So let me ask careful.
1: you this. If you're on Facebook, you see something, hey, I, I like those shoes, you know, and once you look at it, all those ads afterwards, they're populating oh, sure. what you yeah, just right. looked at. Right. Say, okay, if, if you really like them, head over to Amazon and see if they're over there because chances are they probably are. Yeah. But I just feel like I have more confidence in buying from Amazon. Amazon. I guess if you get ripped off, they're going to back it, right? If that was the case, versus Facebook, because once you do that, you're on your own, right? But would you advise that? Just if you see it on Facebook, you like it. Check Amazon. Check and it see out. What, yeah.
0: yeah. Google that product. Yep. Google the company. You know, around Christmas, there were a lot of really cool products showing up on Facebook mm-hmm. that aren't available at Amazon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one thing to watch for. But Google the company before you buy something from a company that you're not 100% sure that it's for real, mm-hmm. that it, it's not Bose.com or Yamaha.com or amazon.com or walmart plus check out that company before you buy that really cool game that the kids might like because you've never seen anything like that so check it check it out well and you've got a lot of interesting articles on here and it's
1: just it's like wow how do you come up with this stuff but one i think a lot of people might really
0: love to know is how to lock down an iphone yeah and this is important if you put your phone down Mm -hmm. put your phone down for just a minute make sure you lock it down and you can click that side button. If you if it's an iPhone, click that side button three times. All right, it's going to call up the emergency thing. You know, slide mm-hmm. this to call 911. Mm-hmm. Well, don't slide that, of course. Mm-hmm. But if you do that, it's going to lock down that phone, so you have to use the physical your physical pass passcode. Right. Here's what's going on lately, and this is happening mostly for uh, the victims are mostly young people, but it can happen to anyone. Someone looks at your phone as you're putting in your passcode. All right, so they they get your passcode, and then when you're not looking, they swipe your phone and take off. Well, if they have your password, they can do anything on that phone, anything. Yeah, well, scary. <laughs> Apple has addressed has addressed this, but a couple of months ago I te- checked it out. You put in your password and then whoever had that your phone and your passcode could turn off all of those settings. Right. They could also make purchases. They could change their appearance. So you can they could change their Face ID on that phone. Oh, she <laughs> set up an alternate ID, uh, Face ID. So they could change that. Well, Apple has adjusted that, but you need to go into security settings and Face ID. And passcode and change this and put in there's an extra security feature now that you need to turn on, toggle that on, go to face ID and password, scroll down to new security features. What that's going to do is even if someone steals your phone, even if they have the password, Mm -hmm. unless they do it in your home. Or where you work they're going to it's going to require your face id or your password well your face id or your biometric it mm. may be a fingerprint mm-hmm. but it's going to require that before it will allow you to set up a new alternate face wow. ID. <laughs> so that's going to change that's going to change everything as far as if some if you're at a bar and someone sees your passcode and what they were doing was you might meet someone new and they say well, what's your instagram or and they would as they were the victim putting in their passcode, these guys are sharp. Mm-hmm. These scammers are sharp. We, yeah. We've <laughs> got to keep that in mind. Some of these scammers are very, very sharp because, again, this is their full-time job. This is all they do. Crazy. Um, and so they would get that password and they could – so so make sure you change that setting. Go into Face ID and Password. And change that setting.
1: what about the new uh, feature in the iPhones where you can touch phones and you yes. and they transfer contact information it, I
0: love that I love that feature it's it's airdrop mm-hmm. without having to to change any settings or okay. hit the button but you just tap the and it's a little frustrating maybe until you get the hang of it yeah I, I transferred some uh, photos of my uncle who just passed away I was at his funeral and I met his nieces and nephews from the other side of the family okay and I had all these pictures that they had never seen before, so I said, "We'll take out your iPhone." We just tapped the top of their phone to mine, and immediately transferred all those photos to them. So okay, it was a lot easier cool. than "What's your number? I'll text them."
1: Wow, I mean, that's crazy. So, what is one of the things that, since you started doing this, I mean, it, it had been a big eye opener for you. What's one of the main things that you've learned about your journey up to this point?
0: Oh gosh, I. I don't know that I could answer <laughs> that <too> many. <laughs> without stopping to think. One of the things that I believe any computer or phone user should keep in mind, and these, I think these are – if I were to make a list of top ten things that you need to do, this would be them. This would be the top two or three. Mm-hmm. And that's restart everything. So many of us now, we just leave that computer on all day, every day. I'm guilty. Don't even put it to sleep at night. We just get up, we walk. Restart that computer two or three times a week. Now, what this is going to do is, first of all, it's going to clear out all of the stuff that you've been doing on your computer, the Mm -hmm. cache and everything. Google, if you've ever noticed, if you use Google – Chrome it uses it is a memory hog yeah and it uses so many of your resources <laughs> so if your computer is suddenly slowing down it's primarily it's you know my guess is Google is using all of the knowledge and all the thinking power mm-hmm. of that computer restart that computer it's going to clear all that out restart it two or three times a week it's your computer is going to run much much faster restart your router this is very important yep. every couple of months restart your Wi-Fi and your internet router. The Department of Justice just cracked down on Russians, a Russian mob group that was attacking routers in American homes and businesses. They put this out just last week. Okay. And what people were doing, they took that router out of the box, plugged it in, hooked up their computer, never changed the default username and password, which is usually username is usually admin, and your default password is usually Password. (laughs) So they never took that out. Well, anyone can go online and say it's a Linksys router. You go onto the Linksys website. You put in that router name. Mm-hmm. And there's your default username and password. So uh, this was the Ubiquiti router. Now, thankfully, it's this is a router used by a lot of technology kind of guys, mm-hmm. not one that you're going to run down and buy off of Amazon or Walmart and plug in or Best Buy. So it's it's not a very common one. But it's a good idea to restart that router because that's going to install any security updates and oh. change. You need to change your default password and restart your phone just you know, maybe once a week when you're not doing anything, you're watching television or something. Research your phone, shut it down all mm-hmm. the way, wait a couple of seconds, and start it back up. Yeah, it, it's going to everything's going to be faster, and we all like faster. Technology. Well, you have so many tips, and there's so
1: many things to talk about. If they head over to whatthetech.tv, TV, that's where you're going to find his website. And he's got all of these great tips and great ideas that
0: you need to follow. And, man, it's taken you a while to put all this together. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> it has. And there's a YouTube channel and a Facebook page. Okay. And so people can follow that Facebook page and see when I update that website. I really should update that website every day. It doesn't get updated every day. <laughs> Full-time gig. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the uh, the YouTube channel, I will put those stories up on YouTube as well. Oh, man, and, that's, and that's great. If, if you go to whatthetech.tv, you'll see the address for
1: all of that stuff. Okay. I mean, I mean, that's great to know because, look, there's so many folks that uh, they get these phones like, I don't know how to work it, you know, and there's certain things that really do work, and there's probably others that, yeah. Not not so much, but every time they update the operating system, they're coming out with some new features, and then you got people posting. Here's the new tricks you didn't know. Yeah, you know I'm going to tell you about them, and I've I've done that, and it's it's really helped in a lot of cases because you know how to keep the phone from listening to you or Facebook from listening to you and things like that. But there's a lot of security features, and you can find all that on your on your website.
0: Yeah, it's That's great. it's all there, and uh, try to update it as often as I can. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, and again, it's, it's an endless uh, supply of things. And it's just like so many people are dealing with uh, Alexas and, you know, all of these Echos and things yeah. of that nature. And i got to figure out how to use my son's Echo because he has this stupid alarm on that goes off all the time. And I think he's renamed his uh, Echo to... Ziggy or something.
0: Ziggy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ziggy. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I, mine is actually Ziggy. Is it really? I, yeah, it really is. Ooh, that's spooky. I'm a, Mar, I'm a Ziggy Marley or a Bob Marley. I'm a Bob Marley fan, so it, it seemed natural anyway. Do you do like personal appearances? Do you speak
1: anywhere or are you just uh, on television?
0: No, mostly just television. Right? Mostly just television. I had a podcast for a little while um, and, you know, I, I was just diving into way too many things. There's just so many, you know, do you wow. do TikTok? Do you do Instagram? Do you do facebook. Now are you are
1: you on a KRN here? No. Do you have a no, I'm not. I'm, on not. That?
0: I'm uh, no longer on KRN, okay. but I am on WAT in Knoxville, WRCB in Chattanooga. Okay. Now WBBJ in Jackson, Tennessee and Would you can go to their website,
1: so you see their their broadcast, you can probably see you in
0: there. Right. You know, right. But, and a lot of that a lot of that if you go to my website, you'll find links to all the TV stations that to put that. Up. And just check him out. But man, he
1: get your website, YouTube, you got all the information in there, man. That, look, I'm, I'm just so happy we got to talk as we can actually do this show for the rest of the day and never <laughs> stop right. talking about stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jamie Tucker right here, ladies and gentlemen, at TV. Got to check him out on all the platforms and He'll be glad to see you come on over. Like and subscribe. Is that what they yes, say? Like, what they and say yeah, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. All right. That's going to wrap up this segment, but stand by. we got a lot more coming right here, Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. Welcome back to Summit County Spotlight. It's Sunday morning, and you know that means... Sumner County Spotlight with me, Jeff Shannon, and totally fantastic having you visited with us a little bit. And we you know we've got all kinds of guests coming in here, and I, I heard about a great thing that's going on. And of course, our folks over at the American Legion and the VFW and all of these folks are doing such great things for our veterans and, and our area. And we have a great population of veterans here, so, uh, it's great to have these service organizations that really help out. So I had to bring in Larry Atwell here. We call him Sarge. <laughs> <laughs> and Larry, thanks for coming in, bro.
2: Thanks, Jeff, for having me. It's good to be here.
1: You know, you guys are just constantly busy and doing things and uh, helping out our veterans. And, you know, and we could probably cover some of the things, but uh, maybe touch about Veterans Affairs a little bit and how the VA is doing currently. I know they're constantly working on things, but I- I'm sure you could fill us in.
2: From the American Legion standpoint... The American Legion is very involved in advocating for, for veterans. The American Legion is the largest veteran organization in the country, about two 2 million members with uh, over 12,000 posts throughout the United States as well as their territories that, that we have. That gives us a little more, for lack of a better word, leverage or sure. influence when yeah. we're trying to influence legislation. And And the most recent one that, that we were very successful was the burn pit. Some people refer to the burn pit legislation, and that was to uh, – Provide health care and coverage to veterans who were exposed to burn pit toxic exposure at, at, in Afghanistan and Iraq.
1: And what did they put in those burn pits?
2: Uh, everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you That's why it's toxic. <laughs> everything from uh, waste, medical waste, to jet fuel, to, mm. to wow. just, just everything. And also expanded benefits for Vietnam vets, which okay. is my, my era, my I'm a Vietnam era vet, mm-hmm. for uh, particularly Agent Orange. We're now just beginning to see. A lot of the veterans in, in, in their 70s and, and 80s see exposure, uh, see health sure. issues that came from exposure, particularly everything from Parkinson's to uh, heart defects and heart issues. That really made it a lot easier for veterans to apply for and get uh, benefits for for that. So American Legion, the Vietnam vets, the uh, VFW, we all participated in in that. And uh, of course, the uh, thing that we're working on right now, and I'm going to talk a little bit first about, if it's okay with about the American Legion. Sure, absolutely. The American Legion Post 290, our local post here in Hendersonville, and where are
1: they located on uh the...
2: We actually meet at the VFW building okay. on New Shackle Island. Okay, to easy to find. Got a big sign find. out there. Yeah, <laughs> big sign, and we will also be putting up our sign as well. Well as well as Vietnam Vest and VFWs because okay. we all all meet there at the okay. same same building which makes it kind of convenient. Yeah, so sure. We do coordinate our activities because most of us are either members of all or most of those organizations anyway. Uh, the American Legion, there's to my knowledge there's uh, two other posts in Sumner County. Gallatin is the largest post. You may have, many of you may have gone by that building on Front Street, and then of course there's one up in White House as mm-hmm. well. And what we're doing right now is getting ready for what we call boys. State, and that's a great program. We will be soliciting candidates from our local high schools in Hendersonville, Station Camp Beach, and Pope John Paul. To, and how
1: would you solicit them there?
2: Well, we actually will work through the counselor. Okay, yeah. And we're looking right. for candidates that meet a very, very high standards. They have to have a scholarship, obviously, be in the upper third of their class. They have to be very involved in service of some type, work of some type, and also uh, character is very important. So
1: There are a lot of characters in high school. Is this high school? Yes. Is this high school, middle school, or just high school? It's, it's for high school. Okay. Actually, it'll be
2: juniors, be rising seniors. Right. Uh, so so uh, definitely a lot of characters a lot, there. A lot of characters. <laughs> and they will join approximately 600 other boys. Okay. Tennessee Techs, up in uh, Cookville, of course. Okay. Tennessee the, uh, tech has been our uh, host and our sponsor. Helped sponsor this for thirty plus years, I believe. For one week, they will be very, very involved in learning about government. But more than just learning, they will actually be creating a government. They will create a, a small town. They'll create a, and then they'll create a county and uh, a state level. So John
1: Esbels, better get ready. And, He's got people right. coming on his heels. And, <laughs> and they
2: will have. They'll set up political parties. I, oh, I do really? want to make sure everybody understands. This is totally not. Nonpartisan. Right. It's not. It's not about politics. Right. It's learning sure. about government through that process. They they will learn how to not just set up government, but functioning government, and how how that works. Now during that week, there will be a lot of guest speakers who will come that are currently uh, in, in government, and maybe the speaker, and maybe the chief justice will come. Uh, but there'll be a lot of. Uh, uh, very influential people and, and important people who will come to um, speak. And then they'll have a graduation. That's always fun. I've been able to attend the graduation the last couple of years, and it's always fun to watch 600 boys complete that, that program. And it's a very prestigious program. I was uh, just impressed to look at some of the previous graduates from, from that program. hmm and I'll just read a couple of names if if I can. Well, you might recognize uh, some of these. You might recognize uh, <laughs> some uh, names like Tom Brokaw, for example, Dick Cheney. Right now, uh, Cory Booker, who is a current senator. Samuel Alito, who is uh, on the Supreme Court. There's some other names from Tennessee, like Lamar Alexander. Well, l- listen, just, I want I could I go on and on and on, but there's also one name that really jumped out at me when I saw it, and that was Michael Jordan. Michael oh, Jordan <laughs> went through the yeah. program and graduated. <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: and, and I was going to say, uh, listen, is. Bill Clinton on that list. Bill Clinton is on that list. I, you know, I just love that program. <laughs> I did. Thank you. But Bill, yes, Bill
2: Clinton is is on that
1: list. <laughs> so so when they go through this process and they go through the, the counselor, they you get a selection of folks. And does that selection go in front of a committee? And then you guys pick the... the no, subject?
2: we we leave it entirely up to the school. Oh, okay. To do. Now, right. so they, now, if uh, one of our members want to recommend someone, obviously that, that'd be acceptable. And we leave it up to the school counselor to choose choose an individual. And
1: how many are selected
2: again? Well, there'll be 600 from across the state. Okay. AirPost will fund at least two. Okay. Uh, And, you know, if we had more money, we would hopefully fund more because it's it's fairly costly to do that. It's $425 per uh, student that we send, and Post will fund that.
1: Now, do you do fundraisers specifically for this program? Not specifically for this program, but, yes,
2: we do try to raise funds and... And well, you got to get Big to Dave on uh,
1: doing a golf tournament. Uh, you know, he's, he, he likes doing those things. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes,
2: yes. They, they do. The VFW does a really good raising funds through, through the mm-hmm. golf tournament. Ours is normally just through uh, individuals, donations, and uh, businesses will help us. And we get a little, very, very little from national as dues okay. are paid, and some mm-hmm. of that money come back comes back to us okay. to, to use individually.
1: Well, I think it's a great program. I mean, it's really uh, opening some eyes uh, of these kids. I mean, who knows? These might be our next leaders. If they They elect to take that path, you know, so...
2: And it's a good, good also for them because they can then go on. They will select two delegates that will go to Boys National, and that's in D.C. And those uh, boys will be eligible for scholarships up to about twenty thousand nice. uh, dollars, provided by the American Legion. So they not only uh, will learn at the state level, we will learn at the federal level things that uh, go goes on in government and and how to uh, participate in in government.
1: Well, you know the influence that this has and the impression it has on these uh, teenagers and the young adults like that. I think it it really kind of sets it in their mind so man this is something i want to do No whether they go into the military they go into public service you know politics or what have you i think it's an eye-opener for them and uh it, you know, like I said, they could be our next leaders.
2: Very, very much so. And can can you imagine having that on your resume when you apply for college?
1: Yes, it'd be very nice. Yes, it'll look good. <laughs> it'll look very good. You did all that good stuff on there. But at the Legion, you guys have been around for a couple of years.
2: <laughs> uh, the Legion is actually formed in 1919 at the end of in the First World War. Wow. And it, uh, it was the, the uh, only veteran organization for, for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a little history about the Legion. As I said earlier, it's about 2 million. Uh, until 2019, the only members that were military members that were eligible to join, you had to serve during time of armed conflict, Vietnam, Korea, Grenada, et cetera. But in 2019, they recognized, Congress recognized that military services was important no matter what period you Mm served, especially during the Cold War. Mm -hmm. They opened that up now to any veteran who has served on active duty at least one day and was honorably discharged, of course. So that expanded the membership and the eligibility for membership. Well,
1: uh, over at the Legion, I mean, I guess you guys have different events over there. You have have your, what do you have, is it a monthly meeting that you hold? We do have monthly meetings, yes.
2: The next event that's coming up that we'll jointly uh, sponsor with the VFW is, is Safety Day. That's that's in April. We invite the fire departments, the local fire departments, police, as well as uh, government workers, and they will wait. We- they will uh, nominate and will recognize a uh, Policeman of the Year, the Fireman okay. of the Year, the EMT of the Year, et cetera. And we do that jointly with the BFW, so that's a joint program. That, that will we'll, that be held at the post there? That will be held at the post. Okay. Uh, we invite the uh, various uh, organizations to bring their fire engines and their their ambulances and so forth, and kids come and Ooh. enjoy that. And we have a, a spaghetti dinner. We do that in, in association with the uh, police, citizen police uh, and That's when is good. that going to happen? It's in April, and okay. I think it's April the 29th. I have to look that up for you. Jeff. Well, you know okay. what?
1: That, that that timing's looking pretty nice because Chief uh, Jones is going to be taken over for Mickey Miller, who is, uh, I guess, retiring. So our new chief will be Jim Jones. And uh, in fact, we're going to have them uh, both on the show here as we get closer to where him t- him taking office. And it's okay. around the same time you're you're doing this, so yeah. that'd be a great tie-in and great. have the chief yeah. come out. And
2: it's actually on the 27th, Saturday okay. on the 27th, from 11. Uh, Levitt- 11 o'clock through 2 o'clock, I think. And you'll have
1: that on Facebook and oh, all of yes, that, yeah. yes,
2: we'll, we'll get you more information about okay. it as we get closer to that.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we're, we'll promote that. That's that's great stuff yeah. right there. Now, did you have a safety day last year? We did. Okay.
2: We did. It's just going on for several years now. Okay. Yes.
1: Well, I think it's just a, a, a great exposure for our emergency workers and all the, the hard work that they do. And, you know, I think the kids really enjoy that. Absolutely,
2: yeah. absolutely. It, it, we get a good turnout for it. So it, it, uh, again, it's, uh, it's one of the, our community outreach that we do. And the motto of uh, the American Legion is "Veterans still serving," and that's that's we take that very seriously. Yeah,
1: just continue serving. That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what we should do is get Moomy in a, a, a mascot costume. Come up with some kind of crazy mascot. Have him walk around in it.
2: <laughs> I'm sure Dave would appreciate that. He's going to give
1: me some eye. But I'll see him. I'll see him later. He'll go, ah, what you talk about." <laughs> But, yeah, you you guys are just little all the time. We see you in the Chamber Leads groups, and you're participating in that and letting everybody know things that are going on. So I think it's a great thing you're doing. I know it it does keep you busy. you got the food pantry coming up. We'll talk more about that in the next segment. But I think it's just great things you're doing for the community.
2: Well, thanks. That's certainly a a mission that we feel very, very important about.
1: Yes. All right. We're talking with Larry Atwell over at the American Legion right here at Post 290. At Post 290. All right. But we're going to talk with him more. We've got a lot more to say and a lot more things to dig into. Maybe some top secret stuff. Just (laughs) kidding. But hey, but we'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. And we're back with Sumner County Spotlight, continuing our great conversation with Larry Atwell here with the American Legion. Larry, we talked uh, briefly about it, but, uh, you know, the VA, of course, is involved in everything for veterans. And we have a great guy over at the admin building, uh, and, and Jeff does a, a great job over there.
2: Jeff Oakey, yes. He's, he's been a big help to us. And Jeff is a veteran himself, mm-hmm. and served in the Navy and a retired uh, lieutenant commander. So he has a passion for that, and he's He's just, he and, and the others there too, Mike and Johnny. They, and, and he's not a help.
1: paid for, he's not paid by the VA. No, he's paid it's, by the he's county. He's a county position. It's, yeah.
2: it's a county position. We really appreciate his support and Mayor Isabel's support because mm-hmm. that is a good partnership. Some of the things that uh, Jeff does has really benefited us, and we make visits to some of their facilities, their care facilities. Mm-hmm. For lack of a better word, I'll call it the care facilities like mm-hmm. Live in Red Cedar Glen, Capstone, Clare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clarendale, and we have large veteran populations at, at those places. We, once a month, will visit Clarendale, Red Cedar Glen, and Vitality Live. It used to be called the hearth. And we have a coffee donut with veterans, and Jeff is often there, and okay. he will set up his computer, answer any questions, file for benefits if it's appropriate to do that. But it's just, just been a great partnership.
1: Well, he's, he's advancing his position so much, I think the, the VA actually listens to him. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, because he he's made his point and he's, he's elevated his status enough where they they will actually listen to him and not you know fall on deaf ears, which a lot of times things like that happen in government, you know. But
2: and I would really encourage any veteran, especially the Vietnam era veterans, if if you were in country in Vietnam, you were exposed to Agent Orange, and if you've had any of the uh, presumptive symptoms, mm-hmm. heart disease, etc. Get in touch with Jeff and file for those benefits. It's very important that, mm-hmm. that you do that.
1: Yeah, well, and you know, with the VA, and you know, they're constantly, uh, you know, each administration, you know, everybody changes, things change, and they're going to make it better, bigger, and better, and all that good stuff. Uh, have you seen any change at all over the last couple of years?
2: I think so. It's, it's not quite as difficult to file the claims, okay. at least from the feedback that, that we get from a lot, lot of our veterans. And, uh, you know, it's still a lot of paperwork involved yes. is yeah. what, what I was looking for, the right yeah, word. Yeah. And uh, it's not always convenient because a lot of times they have to go downtown to the, the Veterans Administration down there or to the hospital down there, even mm-hmm. though we do have a nice facility in Gallatin now.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, so that, that's helped out quite a bit, too.
1: Well, I know that a lot of veterans, I mean, they if they've dealt with them at all in the past, you know, they it's frustrating. And I, and I, I feel for them. And, you know, I was in, I got out at the end of Vietnam. So, mm-hmm. of course, I kept getting the thing, well, did you get exposed to that water over Camp Lejeune? Because that's where I was stationed. Right. And in the Navy, we supported, and the Marines, we were in uh, oral surgery. Or and, yeah. And, and, yes. and I lived off base, so yes. I, I wasn't really around, you know, <laughs> yeah. I guess a lot of that at, at the time so uh, but i had no symptoms because you have to document all that and be True. very they're real picky about that how if they're going to fund that you know so i think i think that's probably in the past now <laughs> it's not as uh, prevalent as it has been cuz every you'd get to ask all the you should you should file for that. No, nope, been there, done that. So
2: well, uh, I would ex- exercise a little caution there because a lot of the law firms are obviously tr- looking for clients. Mm-hmm. But the uh, American Legion has, and in, in the uh, Vietnam vets have authorized certain law firms okay. to work with. So go go to those websites and okay. look at those law firms before you get involved with anything. That, else.
1: That's a great point, you know, because they're like I said, there are a lot of them out there. Fishing for business, and they're they're seeing the cash cow coming. So, yes. but I like it that it, these are approved. You're not going to get scammed, losing money that you should right. uh, be keeping in your own pocket. Right. So, with the VFW and with the American Legion, both you you guys have the food pantry you do every Saturday over there.
2: We we do the uh, food pantry is actually sponsored by the VFW and the Vietnam Vets t- okay. together. Mm-hmm. And we but I know you're there. Saturday. Yes, <laughs> I know you're there. Yeah, I'm there. Uh, I, I'm a member of the Vietnam Vets of Chapter 240, and I, we'll talk about that in just, mm-hmm. just a minute, some of the things we're involved in there. But, yes, we... We do that every Saturday. In addition to the food pantry, we also will interview veterans who may need some financial assistance. Perhaps they're having trouble with their rent, utility bills, et cetera. And between the uh, VFW, the Vietnam Vets, the American Legion, and, and then our auxiliaries, we often can help them. And uh, fund some, some of those needs. We can't fund everything, obviously, yeah, but, yeah. but some of those needs. We can't. Now,
1: in recent tornado and, and the, the cold and the cold snap, this I call it snowmageddon, yeah. uh, did you have any veterans that you are aware of that were affected by that? Oh well,
2: we had a lot that were affected because of the loss of power and, mm-hmm. and so forth, it's just as everyone else. Not any that came to us specifically for, for needs okay. uh, associated right. with that.
1: Well, I know it was a mess and still a mess, still <laughs> a mess. out there. And you yeah. guys got, uh, it, it kind of went right over you.
2: Well, we had some damage. Okay. Uh, matter of fact, the, the building, the back of the building was damaged and it's being evaluated right now, uh, the VFW. From the Vietnam vets, we, we had a 10 by 20 storage building that got turned upside down, just oh, flipped. Wow. We used that building to store flags and uh, other material, uh, other items that we use for our uh, mm-hmm. Memorial Day service mm-hmm. and uh, the Veterans Day parade, etc. And uh, so we're looking at how to replace that now. So uh, right. we do have a funding need for that. <laughs> so you do take donations. We do take donations. What's the
1: best way for them to to get it to you?
2: Well, uh, best way to get it to the Vietnam Vets is through our our website. If you get, just go to uh, Sumner County Vietnam Vets, you can donate through PayPal. Okay, uh, we had uh, we do get some donations uh, through through that or. Just see us. Look us up on the website. And sure. You, you can find our address.
1: Yeah. And like I said, you're on social media. You, you keep pretty right. active on there, promoting different things that are going on. In fact, right. it's important that you have that exposure because that's where everybody lives. Right. You know, on these devices, you yeah. know. You, you have to have that accessibility on there. But I think it's it's great that that you're doing. If now, I can shift
2: gears just a yeah, little bit talk about the Vietnam vets Yes, okay. Because yeah. we got we got two big events coming up. Good. The uh, end of the Vietnam War is being commemorated. I <laughs> get that word out. <laughs> On the 29th, it, uh, the war ended almost 50, well, it did 50 years ago this year. Wow. And uh, Yeah, it tells you how old I am. <laughs> but but uh, each year on the 29th, we will have a uh, welcome home ceremony. What we do at that time is welcome home those veterans that served during the Vietnam, Now, whether you served in-country or did not serve in-country mm-hmm. at all, but you served any time during that period. We, we want to uh, extend a welcome home because most veterans did not get a very warm welcome That's right. at that period in time, unfortunately. Glad. Sad. And, <laughs> and I'm glad that things have changed. As a matter of fact, the reason we have a Vietnam vets organization is because, right at the end of the war, or during the war, it was not recognized as a as a war. It was recognized as a conflict, and so veterans were not immediately welcomed into the VFW or, or American Legion yeah. uh, or other organizations. That has changed obviously. Vietnam Veterans organized a separate organization called Vietnam Veterans of America and it is chartered by Congress. It's the only other organization other than American Legion that that, that is chartered by by Congress. President President Obama 12 years ago and I'll just read a little bit of the proclamation Mm -hmm. issued a uh, proclamation recognized at the end of the, the 50th anniversary of the Vietnam War. Our National Vietnam War Veterans on National Vietnam Veterans Day. We honor all those who bravely served in the Vietnam War and whose sacrifices did their families and caregivers on behalf of our nation. And I will not read all the uh, (laughs) the proclamation because it's very long. But we will recognize the veterans. We will give them a pin. The pin has a front and a back. On the front of the pin is an eagle, and that represents courage, honor, and dedication to service. As a blue circle which is uh, the Vietnam War veteran. And then it has a laurel wreath, a time honor sim- symbol rep- representing victory, integrity, and strength. And then the stripes behind the eagle represents the American flag. And then the stars, there are six stars on that, that pin, and it represents the six countries that uh, served with us, Australia, New Zealand, Philippines. Republic of Korea, Thailand, and, of course, the United States. And then the message on the back is a grateful nation thanks and honors you. So it's a good way to to recognize and honor our Vietnam veterans. So it's
1: going to be February 29th. And where is it located?
2: It's located at the administration building. Some people refer to it as the Taj Mahal on Belvedere. It'll be at
1: 6 o'clock. In the back. In the back.
2: Well, it, it, it's it's, it's it's actually in the in in the uh, uh, building. It's it's where where the commissioners
1: meet. Oh, really? Yes. But the memorial that's out there yes. that's that's different. That's different. Okay,
2: and, and I'll talk about that. in just, okay. just yep. a moment. All right, and we encourage all Vietnam veterans. If you served in in that period of, of war, come and we want to recognize you if if we haven't already done so. This is the last year. It was a twelve year. Okay. Uh, Program and this is their last year, to do so. So we would really, really like to see a lot of veterans. I think last year we had about 50, if I remember correctly, something like that. You were there, so you you, you saw it.
1: And, you know, here's the the sad thing. I did not know that Memorial was back there. And I think Mayor Isbell told me about it, and he says, Wow, we got this thing back. Where? You know, you drive around the bit because most people go inside, they park, they go get their tags and that kind of thing. Uh, But you go around the site, and it's a beautiful uh, Memorial back there.
2: Beautiful memorial, the Vietnam Vets, uh, Chapter 240, did start that many years ago. And we had, because of this natural wear and tear, we were getting some uh, deterioration of the bricks and, mm-hmm. and the wall. And we also wanted to replace the flag and make it a little more prominent because you could not mm-hmm. really see it mm-hmm. from, from the road. So in working with Mary Isabel and, and the um, commissioners, we were able to get some funding to repair okay. the wall we placed the flag, nice. so it's a, it's a very nice. It was very nicely done, and yeah. uh, so we uh, we also raised funds to try to maintain that park because mm-hmm. uh, it, it is something that's very special, and it's open to all veterans, not just Vietnam veterans, of course. And if you have a uh, family member that served, and you would like to have a brick on the wall, get in touch with us. I can join you can look at their website. And uh, for $75, because that's the cost of the brick, we, we make no money from mm-hmm. from that. That's just the cost of, of getting the brick, getting it engraved, and getting it installed. On, mm-hmm. on the wall, you, you can you can recognize a veteran yourself or a member of your family. Okay. and then on uh, Memorial Day, we will be at the park and we will have a, a ceremony at at that time. We've already lined up our speaker uh, speaker this year. It's going to be very very nice. Last year, if you remember, we had the author uh, Tom Boyer, who, uh, Tong Boyer, who wrote Ground Kissers, and she was very great. She's a she mm-hmm. was a uh, she is Vietnamese. She left the uh, country right at the end of the war. Came to America, and the book "Ground Kisser" that kind of describes her yeah. feelings about the United States. So <laughs> yeah. it, it was a great talk. Yeah. Uh, this year we're, we will have uh, uh, Doctor Karen Uzel or Uzel Baggett, and she's a Lieutenant Colonel, retired United States Air Force. She's got a very impressive resume, and I'm sure everybody will uh, look forward to hearing her
1: speak. Got anybody lined up for her to sing the anthem? or
2: We uh, we haven't yet, but we
1: normally do. You and uh, Dave can nice. do a duo. Oh. I mean, just. Yeah, right. <laughs> that <laughs> the, the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's great. But listen, you guys are just doing incredible things for our community. I know that the, the veterans really love and support the things you do, and they appreciate you. I mean, that's – look – you, you got to take care of your own you know and you guys are doing a great job with that
2: well thanks we have a lot of people working very hard to do it and yeah. and it's a you know it's a it's a mission it's, it's something that people feel very compassionate about and 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 very uh, it's something very important that we yeah. do
1: well to just keep doing what you're doing and uh, tell everybody down there we said hey and you know just let us know when you got things going on I would love to let the community know that that you got it
2: We will do that, and thanks for having us on this morning, just to let us talk a little bit about the American Legion and the Vietnam Vets.
1: Yeah, absolutely. we are talking with Larry Atwell over at the American Legion and doing some great things over there. So, all right, well, looks like uh, I'm looking at this big old clock right here. I guess time's up. we got to get out of here. But listen, it's going to be on our podcast page, uh, dropping, whinradio.com. You can listen to this forever and ever. And you can fast-forward it. You can do whatever you want. You can share it if you would like, and uh, we appreciate that. Get the word out, for sure. So this is Jeff Shannon saying, Shannon's the name, music's the game. We will check you next time on Sumner County Spotlight. And so long. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.